Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Get into this. Um, for, for the whole month, we've been talking about get your money up. I know that's kind of weird to just come in. I'm sorry. For first-time visitors, the whole year, we're talking about the come up. Coming up. Everybody say this. Everything in my life is coming up. (laughs) Sometimes you got to say things because death and life is in the power of the tongue. You should have certain scriptures on your your mirror and just say it like I'm the head and not the tail. You got to say it, not only know it. Because death and life is in the power of the tongue. Your tongue has power, which is why you always see what you say. Everything you complain about stays in your life. Everything that irks you, that you express verbally with your power, it stays right in your life. And you're mad that it's still there because you're talking about it, but you don't know you're strengthening it. (laughs) Anything you don't want in your life, shut up! Look at your neighbor. I'm going to give y'all permission to be rude just this one moment. Look at your neighbor and say, please shut up. If you don't want it in your life, don't talk about it. If it irks you, don't bring it up. If it get on your nerves, don't let power release it. Only let the goodness come out. If you want that in your life, talk good. God, I thank you. God, I trust you. You're good. Thank you for... What do you want to see in your life? You shall have whatsoever you say. He always hurt me. I hear this every day because you keep saying it every day. So now your marriage is just, ugh, because you keep saying your marriage is, ugh. You got the, tell your neighbor, I got the power. Was that the right key? How y'all know? Well, why do I hear I got the power and it takes two to make a thing go right in the same beat? I got the power. It takes two to make a thing go right. Why do I hear get saved? Everybody get saved. <laughs> God told Elizabeth she was pregnant. Her husband was like, man, yeah. we all oh, we ain't what the angel came and made him dumb. He couldn't speak until the baby came out. I'm going to tell y'all something. God shut his mouth. If God got all power, which he does, why did he need to shut his mouth? I have all power. I can make the baby come whether you say, but I put certain power in your authority. You can shut me down. God is like, you're the only one that can shut me down. Because I gave you power in earth. So God said, shut. they shut his mouth. The boy couldn't say another word until the baby came. And even months into, six months into her pregnancy, the baby was uh, predicted to be a stillborn because it hadn't moved. Women that had babies, six months, ain't nothing moved, something wrong. So his word still had power up until six months. The word of the father of the baby 
said, it ain't going to happen. God was like, hey, I'm trying to bless you. Why speak against it? So we shout him out. He's like, mm, mm, that's right. Till Junior get here, mm, for you. Because I'm not, why I ain't going to let you mess up your own blessing? We so foolish, we will mess up and sabotage the good things in our lives. I was watching a show. And I don't know why I was watching it. I don't know why. Maybe it was on social media. This woman took her husband to court, or fiance to court, or boyfriend to court. It was like one of those funny judge shows, but I don't know if it's supposed to be funny or real. I'm bringing him to court because he makes me gain weight. How? Every time I go, every time I wake up, he got French toast, pancakes with strawberries on it, bacon, eggs. Every time I come home from work, he gets off earlier than me. Dinner is prepared. He got mashed potatoes and shit. I'm like, man, when I go to bed, he got peach cobbler. So you mad because you got a good man. Y'all quiet. You mad because something good is in your life. Some of us are so dysfunctional. If anything good comes in our life, we'll jack it up until it's as dysfunctional as we are. Ooh, that's the point I'm turning on today. That was so good. Y'all don't even know how good it was. We can be so dysfunctional that if something good comes in our life, we'll attack it until it is as dysfunctional as us. So we bring good things down to our ratchet level. Which is why a lot of good things don't come to us. Because we ain't ready yet. So just watch your mouth. That's all I'm saying. Watch what you say. So we're talking about the come up and we're talking about getting your money up, getting your finances up. This is the last one today. We're going to do classes later. Uh, so for those who really, really want it, not spiritual classes, or practical classes on how to arrange your money, the budget, savings, all that stuff. We'll have practical classes, uh, but all of our teachers will be, well, I don't know. I was going to say all of our teachers will be saved, so you're still going to get a little God, but you got enough God if you come here. You'll be all right. <laughs> you got God in you. So today we're talking about getting your money up. The subject is it's up to you. It's up to you. Tell your friend it's up to you. Check this out, y'all. I'm going to move it quickly. 30 minutes. 1 o'clock. Come up here at 1 o'clock. I don't care if I'm down there on Tim's shoulders. Come get me off his shoulders. and stay. Just, No, you ain't going to come to me. Just stay in here and I'll know. 1 o'clock, you stay in here. Y'all watch her. They're going to be looking. Like 12.58, they're going to be like, is she... Is she they all going to be looking at you. <laughs> 58, 59, 1. <laughs> the Lord showed me something. And this is just my opening thoughts. As I go into the last lesson of the financial come up, get your money up. We've been talking handling your business, all that, get your money up. Now it's up to you. God showed me something yesterday, I believe. He said, he, he took me back to creation. So let's talk why we're here. You were created for a reason. 
Everyone in here was created for purpose. Out of hundreds of millions of sperm, all of them died. Hundreds of millions. All of them died. You broke through. You broke through to the egg. Then you broke out of the womb. You got a breakthrough anointing on you just for being born. <laughs> Whatever obstacle, you're going to break through it. So why are you here? I believe in general, in general, the purpose for everybody's life. Everybody wants to know, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? There are many different lanes, many different avenues, but I believe I know everyone's purpose. Ain't that a lot to say? That's a bold statement. And I wanted to say it boldly so y'all listen like, oh, really? What? That's all I wanted. Everyone is here for someone. Here we go. Woo. Everyone created after Adam was created for someone else. Okay. I'm taking my time because this is so good to me. No one is here just for themselves. Adam is the only one that can remotely claim the world revolves around me. He's the only one that can remotely come close to claiming everything revolves around me. But everyone else, you are the result of God's assessment. Therefore, he created you to be here to help somebody else. You are a result of God's assessment of a human. So if God made more people, it's because he realized it's not good for men to be alone. He needs help. So every other human is here to help someone. He created an extra human being called Eve to help Adam. And then she had offspring to help. And then they had to help. You're here to help. Oh. And if you don't find out who and what you're here to help, your success will be sabotaged. If you think your purpose in life is to be a, a star, uh, Eve wasn't created to be a star. Yep, I like quiet. It's okay. Eve wasn't created to be the manager. If you're going to be a manager to help, success. Your purpose here is to help. Eve couldn't come here like, let me see what I'm going to get. Let me get my... No, Eve had to help. That was her purpose of existence. Every human after Adam, your purpose overall is to help. If your business does not help people, it's not guaranteed success. I'm glad you got an album out. That's cute. But if it don't help, success is not guaranteed. I'm glad you started your business, but if it's not helping... If it's just what you want to do as an expression, there's no guaranteed success. Simple question, ask your neighbor, neighbor. neighbor. Who doth thou help? Or you can say, who are you helping? Either way. Everybody got dreams and visions. Who are you helping? This is big. That's why I wanted to start with it. Who are you helping? This is supposed to be about money. And yeah, success is attached to purpose. My purpose is to help. Many avenues, many different ways. You could be, your purpose could be a manager for this season and this for this season, but ultimately to help. It ain't just for you. 
Eve wasn't created to have to work for clothes on her back. Eve wasn't created to come to the garden and work so she could have red bottoms. She wasn't put on earth to even focus on herself. Let's talk. While you put on earth, you can enjoy the luxuries of a red bottom or two, but that ain't the, that's not why you're here. You can't skip purpose and go to pleasure. Many of us want to skip purpose and just enjoy pleasures. And wonder why your account is in the negatives. Financially, emotionally, mentally, all of those accounts are like in the negatives. You can't sleep, you're stressed because you're not walking in your helpful purpose. If you help somebody all day, you go to sleep like 99.99. You'll be so happy. You, if you spend the day on everything else but you, just one, just try it. I'm not telling you to be taken advantage of consistently. I'm saying overall, at the base of your being, your purpose is to help. Any other human after Adam is because God assessed, oh, everybody needs somebody to help them. Everybody needs somebody to help them. You might be called to help millions. You might be called to help just your spouse. So don't be mad, ladies, if you're just called to help your spouse. That's what Eve was called to do. That's what she was created to do. I know you're so much more now. You're, I got it. But what if for a season God is humbling your amazing self to support your husband? What if for a season God is a, a, a humbling your amazing Wonder Woman self? Put the lasso down and pick up them glasses and say, what do you need, sweetheart? I got you. I know you're much more than just a, you know, a submissive wife. We know that. But you ain't got to prove it with audacity and arrogance. Uh-uh, you ain't about to treat me like no $5 thought. Uh-uh. I just wanted to say something to wake you up a little bit. That's all. Excuse me, everybody streaming. Excuse me, I love God and I appreciate all he's done in my life. Jesus. <laughs> Who are you helping? You got $5 in your account because you always looking good, but everybody around you doing bad. I don't know how I can help. You can start with kind words and love. You need some help you out the trunk, which you, you can start with that stuff. Don't go home and sit like, what business can I start to help people? Pastor said you gotta help. What business can I start to help people? If it ain't in you, it ain't in you yet. It's okay. But you can start helping with groceries. You can start paying people's bills at Starbucks. You can start being nice to somebody. I've been thinking about you. You good? You can give somebody. Do what you can do. What can you do with what you have now? Because out of the heart of the helper, God responds with success. People who have godly success don't care about what they got because their heart is always to help. I don't, care, I don't care about what I got. I don't care. I'm about to turn in both my cars now. Just get a Scooby-Doo minivan. I don't care. I'm trying to be off the radar. I don't want a car that got navigation. I'm about to get a turnkey. You ain't going to find me. No radio. Oh, yeah, I'm about to drive. My, we about to drive golf carts. Because the more technology is in the car, it can park itself. It can, yep, 
Yep, you're going to be sleeping. It's going to be right up in your bedroom. I'm good. Give me that turnkey. I'll see you at church when I get there. I'll, I'll get there. I just got to leave an hour earlier. But I ain't being traced. It took me three months to update my iPhone. Do I want this update? Because I never read the agreement. I just always push, I agree. Last night, I was like, what am I agreeing to? And I still pushed it. And it went black. I said, Jesus. And I threw my laptop outside in the pool. No, I didn't, but it was, it been cool for a movie or something. You find your purpose when you find an Adam to help. And the good news is someone is created to help you too. That's the good news. You're not just here to help everybody else and go depleted. God's created people to help you too. Everybody say, I'm here to help. And I have help. Okay, it's 1240. Oh my goodness. Okay, let me move quick. I'm going to move quickly, y'all. I can't break down everything, but y'all good. Okay. So God wants us to prosper. Let's look at the first scripture. I just like how it sounds. This is what the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, God says. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit. Whoa. Wait, 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 wait. I teach you how to profit. God teaches you how to make a profit. Yeah. How do you profit out of this relationship? I'll teach you. How do you profit financially? I'll teach you. How do you, God wants you to benefit, but he has to teach you so you won't take advantage of people. Because we'll only see people as profit. Are y'all with me? So when you see people as profit or dollar signs, God gets mad and flips tables. Y'all remember that? Don't make merchandise out of the people. So when you see people as dollar signs, oh, how many people in about 1,500? Baby, there's about 1,500 people here? Oh, when I raise offering at the church, my thing's if I see people as dollar signs, God won't reward that. He flips tables. Don't do that to my people. Don't do that. And many churches, oh, I ain't going to talk about other churches. Nope. I ain't going to talk about nobody else. You don't see people as that. So that's why you got to ask the Lord, how do I profit out of this? Or what, am I expect, what should I expect out of this? And let God lead you. And he will teach you to profit. The reason why it says teach because maybe the journey looks like you're losing. Because the way to joy sometimes is through tears. They that sow. So you're like, God, I want some joy. Okay, so you got to plant some tears. Because if you sow in tears, why is it quiet everywhere but my left? You'll reap. So be careful when you ask God for joy because the process. Look at your neighbor and say, tears first. And then joy forever. Because it says weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh. Good God Almighty. Tell somebody my joy don't stop. Sit down for y'all rush me. I, gotta, I mean I need y'all to rush me actually. Yo God teaches us how to benefit. But not take advantage of people. Why? He leads you in the way that you should go. Oh, I wish you had paid attention to my commandments. 
Man, then you, then your peace and your prosperity would have been like a flowing river. And your righteousness. Don't you want your peace and your prosperity to flow? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm asking you a question. Do you want your peace and prosperity to flow? The way to do it is pay attention to my commandments. Pay attention. Pay attention. God is speaking. Pay attention. Listen to it. Your joy. I can't. I can't stay on that. I'm sorry. Let's keep moving. Y'all ready? He's gonna. You, you can flow when you when you listen to his commandments. Peace and prosperity flows. Oh, but when I bless you, next scripture. When I bless you, I said this before. You shall remember the Lord your God, for it's He that gives you the power to get wealth. Power in another scripture is wisdom. Wisdom to get wealth. God will give you the wisdom to get wealth that he may establish his covenant which he swore before your fathers as it is to this day. So he gives you the power to get wealth but God is saying right here, hey, but remember me. When I bless you, remember me. You'll see it throughout the scriptures you all. Remember me when I bring you to the land. Remember me when the land. Remember me. Why is God... Why is God, why does he keep saying that? Because he knows the propensities of our human nature. Once we get what we want from him, y'all quiet. I saw a post that said, God takes a risk every time he blesses us. Ain't that powerful? Every blessing he gets, he's like, oh, they don't leave me. Oh, they don't leave me. Every blessing, he takes a risk. What would the results be when he blesses you? Yeah, I know it's glory. What, 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 would it, what would it be? Remember me. Remember. Don't get so hard. Don't think, yeah, I got all this. Yeah, check out what I got. Because some of us can't wait to not need God. You don't, you don't literally think, I can't wait to not need God. But you can't wait to just have no boundaries and I can just do. Because the money gives you freedom. Finances gives you freedom. I can't wait to just not be bound by anything. Can God trust you with boundless wealth? And the point, the humility is funny. If you keep reading, you'll see the humility in it. He gives you power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant that he swear unto your fathers. So he's keeping his word to Abraham by blessing you. So it ain't even about you directly. So humble yourself. Yeah, you're going to get a little wealth. Yeah, you, but it's only to keep his word to Abraham. Because he's that faithful. He said, as the stars in the sky, I'll multiply you. As the sands of the sea shall all your children be. And everybody that has faith like you got faith, they'll be blessed. So we are now living in the blessings of Abraham. Okay, it's cool. <laughs> yep. So that's a humbling thing. It ain't even about you. It's about God keeping his word to somebody else. You're a byproduct blessing of what he spoke to Abraham. You got caught in a drive-by. God is shooting Abraham with blessings. You got in line. Sorry about that. Let me use another, another term. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep forgetting guns are legal down here in Florida. Y'all give me a break. Uh, in Jersey, it's not. Okay, so here we go. Anyway, next scripture, what does it profit a man? What does it benefit if you gain the world? 
got everything in the world, but lose your soul. What's the profit? What's the benefit? God knows that there's no benefit in losing your soul and gaining the world so he doesn't try to give you the world. Because I'm teaching you how to profit and benefit. Because what profit a man? So, so now you have no convictions. You have no, you just lose everything. People who go to bed at night who are rich and they got to take drugs to sleep and then drugs to get, then drugs to wake up, they lost their soul. You don't even have the natural functions anymore because your soul has been sold to riches. Let's talk about it. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to a point, y'all. Here we go. For the love of money, let me get through this. For the Oh, man, 10 minutes? Uh, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves through with many griefs. Mm. So what purpose is it to go after wealth and riches and pierce yourselves with many griefs because you love money. Next scripture, let's go. Let's go. I'm moving quickly. Next scripture. Thank you. Here it is, Paul saying, what is it more? I consider everything a loss. Paul gained so much stuff. He was a captain of the Pharisees. He was all that. He did all these things. He was very pompous. He was very arrogant. He followed all the law. He was living his best life. Little Duval, like he was living his best life. I wish I could sing it, but I can't, I can't find a, a, a line to sing in it. But anyway, living my best life, maybe that's it. We done did praise and worship all morning. <laughs> maybe we need to change the songs to, to trap songs. I don't know. Everything I gain, I consider a loss in comparison of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Do y'all hear what this scripture is saying? For whose sake I have lost all things, I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. I want y'all to scream back garbage. Cars, houses, millions, influence. It's all garbage in comparison to just knowing Christ. I'm trying to tell you this morning, you have more than you think. Good God Almighty. Does anybody know Christ in here? High five the neighbor and say, I got more than I thought. Because everything else I can gain is garbage. The worth, you see that worth? It's a surpassing worth. So if you weigh the values, $700 billion versus knowing Christ, it's no comparison. And I know y'all like, well, $700 billion, Pastor, that's billion. You put a B on that or was that an M? You can put a TR on it if you want. $700 gabillion, kachillion, kachillion, Keep writing zeros until you die. Compared to knowing Christ... Knowing Christ has a surpassing worth that'll make seven kabillion gajillion grillion look like garbage. Have you ever seen somebody buy a car? You're like, why would you get that? You could have got this for the same price. You could have got what you doing. You could have. That's 
how I feel when people go after money. Like, yo, you got God. What you doing? You got something of surpassing worth and you belittle yourself to chase money. This is how you look. Dream chasers. Money, money team. Team no sleep. You were created erect, but you're living chasing money. You look so primal. Look so out of your character. Is it Halloween? Why are you on all fours? You look so thirsty. Yeah. What's, are you okay? Ask your neighbor, are you okay? Oh, man. How do you get 1253 that fast? I fall all the time. It's cool. Don't worry about it. I'm going to skip the next one. I want to make this point in my closing. So I'm trying to summarize everything. He who cultivates his land will have plenty of bread. But he who follows worthless people, worthless people, worthless people. I want to break it down, but you might be sitting next to worthless people. So I'm not going to talk about that. You just take that word and hide it in your heart because y'all might be sitting next to someone as it pertains to your journey. They're worth something to God, but as it pertains to you, worthless. And you might have been worth something in my last season. But you don't have the same value in my next. It got quiet for some reason. I love you. We're going to be cool forever. But you don't have the same value in this new space. See, <laughs> we, contaminate, we contaminate new realms by bringing old relationships. And I don't mean just people, old ways, old thought process of doing things. Some people got to stay while you go. Tell your neighbor, we always going to be cool. But I don't know if we're going to be cool, cool. <laughs> oh, so you serious, serious. Yeah. Babe, give me to 115, all right? Be quiet, y'all. Be quiet. That's my wife. Cultivate your land. You'll have plenty. But you follow worthless people. It's not just hang with. Follow. So I'm not saying don't be around them. But if you act, find yourself... Let me just do this for her. Let me, let me just do this real quick. You're following... That's the issue. That's why God says, yo, come away from them. Just be separated. Because you're going to be so foolish or so weak one day that you're going to wind up following worthless. I feel this thing, man. I ain't going to break it down no more. Let me stop. I'm going to move. You follow frivolous pursuits. You have plenty of poverty. Okay? So we got plenty of bread, plenty of poverty. Cultivate your land. Don't hang with, don't follow worthless people. Work your garden. You'll end up with plenty of food. Play and party, you'll end up with an empty plate. You got to know what time it is. It ain't always party time. It's a term out that says work hard, play harder. Or work hard, play hard. Still, work hard is first. Cultivate, cultivate, work it. Success is a process. Yeah, I'm going to say that again. Success is a process. Good success is always cultivated, processed, tried. You got to go through a process for success. It don't happen overnight. If it does, it ain't going to last. 
Where are those one-hit wonders? Where are they at? Their life ends up worse than better because they didn't take the time to cultivate their land. The area you expect prosperity from, work it. Work on it. Work on the land you expect to reap from. You, 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 thank you for them three claps, but you, you see what I'm saying? You want, you want goodness and love out of your marriage? Work that ground. You can't, I'm going out with the girls. I'll be, I'll, I'll go, I'll be back. Girl, you ready? You outside? Okay. That's not, you, that's not cultivating the land you're expecting to receive from. It's quiet, and I don't know why. I don't know why it is so quiet. Yeah, no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. That's how I just gather my next thoughts. So, if you want to, yo, I got to start thinking better. Work on it then. If you expect different fruit out of your thoughts, change what you expose yourself. Work the ground. We're expecting roses where we plant weeds. We're praying for roses, planting weeds. Let your planting match your prayers. Because if you plant right, you might not have to pray, pray at all. Good God Almighty, I felt that in my right leg only. You might not have to pray at all if you plant right. Because I got a system in order. You read what you sow, I got a system. That's not nothing you got to pray for. I got a system in place. You reap whatever you sow. If you want better in your life, sow better. It's so simple. It's like it's elementary school in here. But we don't do it. We know it, but we don't do it. Understanding and applying two totally different things. Most people strung out on drugs understand it's a problem. But they don't apply the solution. I'm sorry, I, I just, I can't, this is the last Sunday of money, thank you Jesus. I don't know if y'all like this sermon. Cultivate the land, your heart. I'm sick of being irked. Let me work on this. You can't go outside your land and try to change the weather. You can't change what hits the land. It's going to rain, it's going to snow, it's going to, it's going to hurricane, it's going to do that. So if I, I need to work on this. I can't try to control him. I can't try to control her. I can't try to control my kids. I can't try to control my boss. So I got to work on me. I want different results. And I think if, I, if, I was, if different things were approached to me, then I'll have different results. That's what we think. If y'all change, then I'll change. Talk to me differently, you'll get a nice wife. Give me some respect, you'll get the husband you deserve. Ain't about what you get, it's about who you are. Okay, I'm about to go somewhere. If you're treated wrong, you can still be right. Ooh, this is, this is, you feel what I'm saying? Stop being a fair weather human. Be your fair weather friend. Be there to the end. Sorry. Tell your neighbor, work your garden. Say it again, work your garden. Last time, say work your garden. I can't do any videos today. I wanted to. But I'm not going to do that right now. I'm just going to end it. Let's go to the next scripture. Well, the, 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 the video I was going to play was having to do with changing your definition of what fun is. Can you play that first one, Steve? 
Sean on Twitter says, how can I keep fun in my life while becoming debt free? I understand making sacrifices, but the day I lose my inner child is the day I go the way of old yeller. Oh, you're a drama queen. <laughs> my inner child. To protect my inner child. That's because you're an outer child. <laughs> oh, brother. Is it okay to budget a date night once in a while, or should we put in put it in gold for 24 months? Dude, seriously, the hyperbole that's going with this tweet is unbelievable. Drama, 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 drama. You act like your world's coming to an end because you sacrifice a little bit. Um, this is called being a grown-up. Adults devise a plan and follow it. Children do what feels good. You can have a date night without spending a dime. When you start defining fun as money being spent, you need to redefine fun. Is that good? Living a kingdom life is living in the land of redefinition. I love that. I couldn't wait to say it either. Living for God now means I'm in the realm of redefinition. I got to read, and that's just redefine fun. That's cute. If you're in Christ, you got to redefine everything. Old things are passed away. All things are become new. I got to redefine everything. Friends to me got to be different. Love got to be different now. Joy, fun, all of this got to mean something different. You are in a season now of redefinition. You call it transition, but you're in a season of redefinition. Yeah, I'm trying to take it, and I know y'all taking it in, and it's heavy. Oh, I hope it's heavy. It's heavy to me because it's serious. If you're in transition and things that once were a certain way and now it ain't, but I, I, your friends are not, you know, you know your, your friends don't entertain you like they used to anymore. You got different things. You got different cravings. You got different desires. You want to go to church Sunday morning. They still home. They, are you done yet? You told me one o'clock. That transition is actually redefining. Jesus had to go to Lazarus' tomb to redefine what tombs were. <laughs> they first saw it as a place of it's over. Now they see it as a place of possibility. <laughs> Did you hear what I just said? <laughs> After Lazarus came forth, they was like, well, if God wanted it. They looked at tombs differently from that point on. Because long as tombs mean the end of a thing, it has power. But God took the power. I can make a body come out of there if I want. So God has taken the reverence out of certain things like loyalty. You're loyal to the point of dysfunction. Redefine loyalty. I'm loyal to who's faithful to God. Paul said, follow me as. Okay, don't just be loyal to me and I'm, I'm going off and I'm doing dumb stuff. Uh -uh, don't keep following me if I'm not following Christ. And live, I give y'all the exact same permission. Follow me as I follow Christ. So you got to redefine loyalty. Because now you're just loyal. No, they've been there. They day one. They day one. They day one. They day one. They day. So what? I said it before. Some of your day oneers need to be your day doneers. <laughs> you was day one, but now you day done. I got more things to do. I got purpose to fulfill. I got destiny over my life. Why be anchored by day oneers? And their day is doneers. It's over. So I got to redefine friends, redefine love. I love going out. To, you got to redefine love. 
You got to redefine joy. Well, I love when we all get together and we, whatever. And I'm not, I'm not even on weaknesses. I mean, I'm really talking about evil. Evil and wickedness is, is greater than sins. I hope y'all know the difference, but we'll talk about that next month. So I have to redefine everything. I got to redefine priorities. You don't just wake up and just go, hold on, acknowledge him in all my ways. That's right. I got to redefine life. I got to redefine life. How could I do that? Through the wisdom of the one who gave it to me. Stop trying to redefine your life based on your intellect. You can only come up with what you got. But God has so much more. Let me move. I want y'all to move from hookups. Stop looking for hookups. You can pray for favor, but not hookups. Let's talk about it for a second. Really quick, really quick. Put the next scripture on there. Y'all just close me out like I'm done. I got 14 minutes, right? I told her to give me to 115. Why y'all closing me out? Peter and John went up together in the temple at the hour of prayer. It was the ninth hour. That's 3 p.m. A certain man laying from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Here's a man in a beautiful place. He's at the gate called beautiful, but has no access to the beautiful place. You could be right at the gate of something beautiful and never go in. Number one, why didn't he ask the people bringing him to take him into the temple at the time of prayer? Yeah, that's number one. Some of us will rather beg than get better. Okay, here we go. I'm trying to stop. I'm trying. Why not ask to go into prayer? It's the hour of prayer. You know what time it is. That's why you asked to be sat out there at that hour. Some of us will rather the spirit of uh, enablement. Just continue to enable me. Instead of getting better. A lot of people don't want to get better because once you get better, you're responsible. As long as I'm lame, y'all got to carry me. Oh, I like this. I'm eating at your house. I'm riding with you. As long as somebody else is responsible, we would rather that. We would rather beg than be better. And here's worse than that. There are people committed to keeping you how you are. They they were faithful in bringing him daily. So you're going to bring me to the same place Y'all, not weekly, not weekly, not every Sunday in church, even though that'll be bad, daily. So every day you carry me to the same place. You know I'm sick at the same time. You know I need help, but you are comfortable with me being this. Oh, I need y'all to check your friends, check your surroundings. Tell your friend, please look at him, say, please don't get comfortable with my dysfunction help me up help me get better help me get wiser help me you got people committed they're faithful to keeping you down they'll bring you every day 
as long as you stay the same. Ain't that crazy? So you got to be willing to not be helped in certain things at certain times. Because that help is now dysfunctional to me. Because it's not help anymore. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You got to realize when help ain't help no more. Now your help is hurting me because it's making me comfortable being lame. Everybody that's not lame in here makes some noise. I don't mean in your body. I mean in your spirit, in your soul, in your mind. I'm not lame. Get away from people who, will help, who helps you perpetuate your weakness. I'm here for you forever, as long as you stay the same. Nope, cause I'm coming up, I feel God now. I said I'm coming up and I'm coming out. Tell your friend I'm coming up and out. Y'all missed the prophecy right there. I said I'm coming up and I'm coming out. You can stay down as long as you want, but don't bring me there no more. Don't bring that conversation to me no more. Don't bring that gossip to me no more. Don't bring that complaint to me no more. don't want to be enabled on this level. Next scripture. Well, y'all know it. Peter said, look at me. Look at us. We only got no silver and gold. But we got something that can help you. Y'all missing what I'm saying? I would rather have power than dollars. Where my save section at? I thought it would be noise on that. I thought y'all screamed like the day of Pentecost on that. I said, I'd rather have power than dollars. We ain't got no silver and gold. But what we do have, we'll give it to you. In the name of Jesus. Y'all missing this thing. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Last time, y'all. I give you permission to yell at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor and say, get up and walk. Do what you couldn't do before. Live like you couldn't live before. Think like you never thought before. Walk like you never walked before. Talk like you never, y'all quiet. Behave like you never did before. You got the power. I'm screaming for a reason. Closing. Closing. Sit down. Sit down for a second. I'm screaming. That's my, maybe that's my religious way of getting through to you all. Because when you're teaching something and you see this. Hey, y'all laughing. That's... That's what I see. So I'm like, yo! You hear this? That's what I'm doing when I'm yelling. Maybe I don't have to yell. Maybe you're all taking it in. I would rather be a football player. Y'all scream for me then. And I ain't doing nothing for you. I'm getting money on the court and you screaming for me, paying me. I'd rather be a football. Win the tryouts. <laughs> Work out a little bit. I'd rather be a football player. I'm getting paid. You giving me money and you scream for me. I ain't doing nothing for you. You don't know my middle name, my friend, nothing. You don't know what I believe, but you support me 100%. Wear my name on you. I'd rather be a football player than a preacher. I'm telling you about Jesus. 
I'm telling you about his power. I'm telling you about his love. I'm trying to get you help. I'm trying to get you better. And you're all quiet like you on punishment. Make some noise. You ain't on punishment. This is the gospel. This is good news. It might hurt for a minute, but if it make you better, hallelujah. Let me get y'all out of here. Nope, let me not go there. Okay. Thank you, Lord. He's helping me. Here we go. Let me end it. Well, let me, let me say that. I'm going to just say a little bit of it. They laid him at the gate daily. Satan loves same. God loves faithful. Difference. <laughs> I cannot wait to break this down. Satan loves religion and ritual. God loves relationship and new. God loves new things. Remember not. Remember, remember not. Oh, you remember that scripture? Remember not the formal things. Neither consider the things of old, because I'm doing them. But do you remember the list he told him to forget? It was all great stuff. I brought you out, I brought my mighty hand, the wilderness and the Red Sea. I did all this, the miracles, and you saw this, and I gave you food, and I gave, but forget that. So not just get over your bad past, get over the past. Ooh, because I'm not doing the same thing the same way in your life. I'm alive. I feel that double quote. God said, I'm alive. I'm alive. There's some people you talk to every day, but it ain't the same conversation because they're alive. God is saying, don't put me in this box, y'all. But Satan, I'm going to say this quickly because it's 115. I told you I'm going to let you go. Satan loves same and ritual and religion because he doesn't know future. I'm about to. I don't mean the artist. I mean your future. devil does not know future so he tries to get us in ritual and religion so he can predict and plan our demise if we do the same thing the same way every day he can plan right now for March 2020 because he know all you gonna do is the same, same convention, same conference, same service, same. No! God said, break it up a little bit. You're letting the enemy plan your demise. You can't catch me. I might be here today. I might be here tomorrow. I'm in relationship with God. I don't go by it's every word that proceedeth. Man shall not live by bread alone, but everything he say I do. So I might be here, I might be there. What look at your neighbor and say, move something. I can't wait to really go into that, but I ain't gonna stay there. So our most religious churches are bound because Satan doesn't plan. He know how he know. Don't give Satan a ritual to plan. I knew somebody who woke up every day and watched pornography. 
I just got to start my day. I just got, uh, or when they go to bed, before I go to bed, I just got, just so I can rest. Hey, praise the Lord. I ain't, you know what I mean? I, hey, hey, that's not good. First thing when you wake up, last thing when you go to bed, it's probably the worst thing. Worse than that, the enemy can schedule demonic attacks because he knows what you're going to do. I feel the Holy Ghost by myself. The enemy, can, he don't know the future. But if you're so predictable, I can plan your demise. Some of us are now experiencing and living in a planned demise. How this happened to me? He's been planning it since 98 because you do the same. Spirit is water. Spirit is wind. Spirit is moving. The first time we saw the spirit in the Bible... In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved. The Spirit moves. Love, come on, because they're going to think you're disobedient. Everybody stand. We're going home. In conclusion, I got out later than I wanted to today, but thank you all for staying. Please don't walk, ho, 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 unless you, please don't do that. Thank you so much. You can prepare to give, you can prepare your offering. But I want to say this first, y'all. Hold on, don't put that up yet, I'm sorry. Thank you for being on point production. Give me that, give me that no man can serve, please, scripture. I started it with this, I'm going to end it with this. Y'all can come out, praise team. <clears throat> Check this out, y'all. We started with this scripture, I want to end with it. No man can serve two masters. He will hate one master and love the other. Or he will follow one master and refuse to follow the other. So you cannot serve God and money at the same time. Every time I've seen this scripture, I've, I've seen something different every week. This last week I saw something different again. No man can serve two masters. Money is a master. God is a master. God said, can you name what I have done? I said, God, you brought me out. You did, you, I'm just listing all these things he's done just for me. And then what you did for the, in the Bible, they, I, I can't name everything you've done. It's so numerous. I said, yes, I'm a master. I've done all that. What has money done? I was like, money hasn't done anything. How can money be a master? It doesn't do anything. Like my man Sam said the other day, money is amoral. It depends on the person. So what God is saying, you can't serve God and you. The enemy of God is not just Satan and money. It's flesh. Money is an expressor of you. So he said, don't serve, you can't serve God and yourself. Because the only way you serve money is to please you. So what he's saying is don't serve yourselves. We are the only threat to God in our lives. Satan's defeated. Sin is under the blood. But the flesh is enmity against God. He sent Christ for sin. That's over. He sent the Holy Spirit for your issues now, your flesh. 
The only thing against God in this earth now, besides, of course, the evil spirits, but they only try to partner with us, our flesh. I got the other scriptures on the screen, but we'll, I just want to get that point out to you. How you come up in your finances is changing you because you become the other God. I thought it was a boxing ring. In this corner, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Jesus. And in this corner, money. Because you can't serve God and money. So I'm thinking the opposite of God is money. But money is not an entity. It's an expressor. So in the other corner is our flesh. So you got to love one and hate. Hate the other. You got to follow one and refuse. Refuse to follow the other. You can't follow money. It ain't taking you nowhere. You take money places. We take money places. So you can't follow you. In order for us to come up financially in life, we got to get our, ourselves out of the way. So this morning, go to the last, the last slide. Look at this, babe. The last slide. The bad news is you're the problem. The great news is you're the solution. It can change right now. Y'all should clap right there. I wanted to end it good at least. <laughs> your flesh is the problem, but your spirit is the solution. In other words, you can change it right now. It can all change right now for you. If you change, though, you don't have to get another job. You just got to get another heart. And God will increase you more and more. Let me pray for all of you. Lord Jesus, change our hearts. Give us a heart like yours. Let us remove this flesh influence. Let us serve and only follow you. Let us be totally dependent on you and not our own ways. We will acknowledge you in all of our ways. You'll direct us in the name of Jesus. I pray daily crucifix of the flesh. I pray that we die daily in the name of Jesus to the flesh and its desires. The Bible says they that do mind the flesh. You think about the flesh all day. But they that walk after the spirit mind the things of the spirit. There's no condemnation but them who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit so father we make a trade today and we let go of the hand of flesh and we grab the hand of the spirit and we say lead us and guide us in the name of jesus everybody say holy spirit lead me guide me in jesus name i'm all yours say i'm all yours say it again i'm all yours In Jesus' name, clap your hands and say amen, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.